The very first thing I saw when I saw the coconut oil is that the bottles could like brain octane oil. And as soon as I saw that word, I was like, this is BS. <laughs> it's like any value markets with octane in the name. Unless it's like actual octane, it's like, this is BS. Welcome back to the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Mark. I'm Kyle. And in this episode, we are going to talk about that yummy, yummy bulletproof coffee and uh, what it does for us. So before we get to that discussion, Kyle, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I know a couple months ago we released our yearly theme episode, which I chose the uh, theme of civics for me for this year. Uh, but with everything happening in the world right now, I decided that I decided to change that theme a bit. And I've given myself a theme update. And it's no longer the year of civics. I'm still going to try to be civically active. But with being homebound for so long, I figure this is a good time to work on things I've been wanting to work on for a while, which is programming and writing fiction. So I'm now taking advantage of my time and I've redone my schedule to the point where I actually like working from home now. So I'm going to give that a score <laughs> update to a four out of five. I'm not going to give a straight five out of five. Okay. It's not for everybody still. Nice. I, I actually prefer working from home now than the office at the moment, but that's because I found a schedule that works for me. So I've decided to change my theme, though, from the year of civics. It'll be, that'll be like the minor goal now is the year of civics to now the year of writing, and that's the year of writing fiction and the year of writing code. So I just finished a Python course called Automate the Boring Stuff that people on the Learn Python subreddit love. And now I'm on to a data science for Python course because I find data science pretty fascinating. And yeah, I, I'm trying to write a a short prompt at least twice a week on uh, from the Ryan prompt subreddit, which I actually wrote a Python code to pull me random uh, prompts from. So I'm combining them to combine the two goals together already right there. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a time of like reflection. Whenever you have nothing to do except for being home and work on projects, you kind of start <laughs> thinking like, what projects do you want to work on? Which I know leads into what you've been contemplating and thinking about, Mark, since we talked about this before the show. Mm-hmm. So what have you been up to, Mark? Um, I've been up to lots of things. So um, it's actually been a uh, pretty wild, like three weeks. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't record the our uh, usual two-week schedules because yeah. you've been very busy despite working from home. It's amazing how busy you could be working from home. Exactly. Um, it. it you know, still blessed and love that I have the capability to work from home, first of all. So I know it's like a first world problem or a privilege issue of mm. being able to complain about <laughs> anything work related. But honestly, like my company has been super great. Um, fantastic. I'm super actually really lucky to be able to work for such a company, especially during this time. Um, and it was... It, yeah, it was already kind of my dream company to work for even <laughs> nice. before I started. So, you know, I'm super lucky, super lucky. Um, but yeah, so yeah, kind of existential crisis mixed in with an insane work schedule. Um, 
the I spent pr- pretty much like a week and a half on eight hour phone calls with customers um, and with also with the stress of that with absolutely pretty much non-existent sleep schedule uh, <laughs> during that time <laughs> as well. So it just kind of compounded a little bit for me. And then also with this with this time, right, there's there's, you know, key points that of things that happen throughout history. It gives you big calls for reflection. And mm-hmm. if we're going to pull out the themes that we did, right, I had execution and health as my uh, 2020 themes. Uh, but yeah, so one of the decisions that I made in upon reflection and it, it's pretty pretty important when you're talking about productivity um, because you have all these projects and no matter the workflows or methods that you try to apply, uh, which I was doing, um, sometimes it just actually doesn't work out. It's not that your workflow isn't working. It's that the project itself just isn't working mm-hmm. for you in that particular time. So with that... I've kind of made the decision that I'm going to stop running and step away from running the Austin Podcasters meetup. <gasps> uh, I never did. I never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> this, this How could you? Brand new news to you, Kyle. Yeah, um, brand new week old news for me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been um, three years now since I've been running it. Um, and it was mainly I started it because... I wanted to find a community and it's so funny. Uh, when I officially started the meetup, uh, another guy started the Facebook community and we ran for like eight months without ever knowing the other existed. Wait, there was another Facebook community. I didn't know this. This is, uh, this yeah. is tangents might be edited out, but I actually started an Austin podcast's Facebook group when I first moved to Austin that nobody joined. So I was like, if oh, I really? knew about that, I would have joined that one. <laughs> yeah, if I if I knew, because uh, I'm not a Facebook person, but if I knew that that existed, I would have just joined that and not started the meetup. Um, <laughs> because I was fresh off the heels from running another uh, group, community group, for three or four years uh, when I was in Kansas City. Um, so I was like, didn't really want to, but there wasn't anything and I wanted to like chat with other podcasters. So I started the meetup, but it was supposed to be like the side thing. Um, and we talked about, because we're, uh, AKA the toggle fan cast, uh, of tracking our time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I just saw like increasingly, uh, more time was going to the Austin podcasters versus, um, any of my publishing or writing efforts. So the more time that increased there, the less time spent for the other things that I actually am more interested in doing. Not that I'm not interested in Austin podcasters. It's just what will you regret not doing, right? So mm-hmm. you have to reassess your projects and where you're spending that time and determine, is this a proper use of my time? And with the whole pandemic and working from home and then, you know, my month of being sick, I was like, where should I actually be spending my time? So I kind of just resided on the decision that, yeah, I think it's probably time that I just hand over the reins to someone else mm-hmm. to to work. So, um, yeah, it's been a mixture of 
stumbling over that decision. Um, and I've been doing some web design training and uh, prepping for career change as well. So oh, nice. Um, uh, getting so both of back. us are honing skills that we want to work on that we've been too busy to work on before. Exactly. Uh, this uh, brings me to something that I actually just saw yesterday. I think it was uploaded yesterday. Yesterday being May 1st. Whenever you guys are hearing this episode, it's on June 1st. <laughs> but uh, CTP Gray, the YouTuber and also host of Cortex, released this really good video called Lockdown Productivity Spaceship You. Mm-hmm. And it's like visualize this lockdown as like being like isolated in like your own little spaceship away from humanity for the time being. And while you're trying to survive, you got to power your core and your core is powered through your mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. And the idea was like, here are like ways you could do to, here are methods you could use to make sure those mental and physical health cores stay stable. And it was really good. It, I mean, it's things that I've been doing since it started happening. I, I don't want to flex or anything, but this is the productivity mindset. And I get a lot of my productivity ideas because of CTP Gray, because of Cortex. Mm-hmm. And so I was already in that right, my, I was already in that mindset. But it was nice to see somebody that has like millions of subscribers show it off to that. He's like, that's important to keep your core going during this time. And that means avoiding burnout. You don't want your mental health to go bad during the time of a lockdown for an indefinite amount of time. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to focus on things that can make you grow and feel better. Absolutely. Yeah, I saw that as well. And I was like, <laughs> while also trying not to flex, I was like, oh, that's what I do now. Like, anyway, yeah, like, no. like I have these specific sections, you know, in my home that do specific things. And I try not to. I'm very adamant about not breaking those rules and then just trying to keep yourself mentally and, and physically mm. active. So I'm making sure that I get, I'm getting my daily walks and, mm. and all that stuff. Um, and I'm an introvert anyway. So I, <laughs> most of the thriving. time it's, I see one person outside and I'm like, okay, that's a good, that's enough human contact for the next two weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for me, it's, it's just kind of uh status almost a little bit um there's a slight change in how i have to do things but uh um it's a really good video so definitely should check that out link in the show notes but um anything you want to say before we move on to the topic no um i think that kind of pretty much wraps it up it's been kind of a uh a hectic point here um Uh, for the last few weeks so let's jump into the topic of bulletproof coffee um i think this one was suggested by you right yeah kyle so why did why did you pick this uh sorry if you guys hear fire trucks in the background my window's open Uh, but i chose this topic because years ago at my last job before i moved to austin i worked with the boss who was really into bulletproof coffee he he uh swore by it he he didn't do the bulletproof brand coffee like we did he kind of did like his own his own home batch of it i actually didn't know it was a brand until we started researching it for the topic i thought maybe it was just like oh it's like this turn that people do but bulletproof coffee is pretty much the a coffee with two kinds of two types of fat in it one is grass-fed butter and the other one is uh coconut oil pretty much 
And the idea is that it's supposed to, at least this is the idea that my boss told me when I actually did research into this, it's different than what he claimed. So when I chose this topic, I didn't know that it was such a dietary thing, but he claimed that the fats help slow down the digestion of caffeine, which gives you a slow burn, a slow and long burn of coffee throughout the day. So you get it together, you mix your butter and your coconut oil together in a blender or just like, or, or just use a spoon and just like stir it really fast. And then you, and then you should feel this a long lasting effect for the rest of the day. So I, I tried it over. I was working with him since he had the bulletproof coffee station in the office and we'd, uh, I'd drink it then and I like the taste of it. So it stuck with me for a while because of that. And then I changed jobs and I didn't think about it for years. And then this show came around and I was like, oh, that's something that my boss used to claim helped you um, be more productive. So I'm going to suggest it for the show. And so here we are drinking buttery coffee for <laughs> a productivity experiment. Um, I could get into the claims right now, but I want to know what your history is with it beforehand. Um, my, I always heard of it. And the only thing at the time that I knew was that it used some type of uh, coconut oil. And I have in the past make coffee brew coffee before and i had like a big tub of coconut oil <laughs> that i used for everything um i, I had split out this big <laughs> jar that i had and i took half uh, a little bit uh, a half and i used it for my hair because at the time i was growing out my fro uh, yeah um i you know i had actually Nice, decent-sized fro. So I would use the, the coconut oil. Can I see pictures of this on Instagram? Um, no, no. <laughs> okay. Actually, I don't even post Facebooks of me on Instagram. Okay. I'm never going to see that. Maybe <laughs> in on a rare occasion in my Instagram stories, but never on, on the actual page. <laughs> All right, well, anyways, coconut oil. <laughs> so I use it for a hair, and then the other uh, um, portion I used for cooking. Um, I used for... Um, coffee in that sense but uh looking at bulletproof coffee there was the second ingredient of the uh grass-fed ghee or, or butter mm. uh to add to that so that was my experience i never knew it as just this actual thing it was just more of of i'm using coconut oil because it's healthy for you it's mm. actually you know it was good for my hair Mm. um and, and so on and so forth but never explicitly like have i known anyone that drank uh bulletproof coffee or butter coffee mm -hmm. um in that regards um like i said i only used uh coconut oil uh, in my coffee and or other things okay yeah uh speaking about coconut oil on one of our early episodes of Everyday Superhumans, it was a it was an interview with a CrossFit coach in Louisiana uh, because we're just looking for community leaders at the time. Mm -hmm. We didn't really have like a site on nonprofits. And we interviewed this CrossFit coach. And I think we recorded for like maybe an hour and a half or so. And like maybe 30 minutes of it was him just praising coconut oil. I don't know <laughs> if we kept all of it. But, uh, if, that, if that is the topic, I will link it into the show notes. And you learn more from a CrossFit coach from four years ago wow. about the benefits of of a uh, bullet or not bulletproof coffee about the benefits of coconut oil so yeah it's supposed to be really good i don't really know how 
how solid those claims are, but I mean, it's worth experimenting around, I think, with your health occasionally. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let me let me quickly add a note about uh, that episode to add to the show notes. The love for coconut oil. Episode. I'm yeah. in love with the cocoa. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll but stop. yeah, so it's supposed to be really good for you. And here comes Marin Day Kyle suggesting us for the show, and then realizing how much how perfect this is for our show, really, because. <laughs> Bulletproof Coffee brand makes a lot of claims. Oh, yeah. They make a lot of claims. I have a list of them right here. They say that it reduces inflammation. It removes toxins, which right there is a red flag for anything that I read. Uh, (laughs) It balances blood sugar. It's uh, low-carb and keto-friendly. It improves your focus. It's good for muscle gain. It improves your mood, and it reduces food cravings. It has a lot of things that they claim. I think the owner... Or the owner, the founder of it, even claims that he lost like a bunch of weight when he started drinking bulletproof coffee all of a sudden. Yeah. And there's also some additional claims too that we'll get to later. But he also claims that the beans that they have, the bulletproof brand beans, which I actually haven't tried yet, uh, have less toxins than the. Uh, uh, it's a specific kind of toxin that actually does grow on coffee. It's from mold called myco- mycotoxins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that it has less mycotoxins than uh, other. <laughs> apologize for the dog she is that's our lieutenant lila as we call her she is currently alerting me that there's a stranger out front i guess <laughs> well yeah he claims that like that his beans are cleaner than your standard beans that you get out there okay so he makes a lot of claims and the problem like whenever somebody makes a blanket amount of claims it's like really hard to like know what you're testing for but in our case we were testing for focus so before yes. we get to our research, I want to know, Mark, did you feel better focused because you drank bulletproof coffee? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so at least uh, the 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 for um one week, like I said, I was on a full week of eight hour phone calls with customers. So I don't know how well you can be focused sitting for literally eight hours on a phone call with customers troubleshooting issues i think that tests anyone's focus um <laughs> of you just listen breathing listen i mean they were great uh, it, it's not like anything bad with but with just, their customers it's just eight hours yeah like me starting it's like my eight day, hours of meetings like you're like i want to get to work yeah you start your day at you're like nine, you know, start at nine, nine thirty, um, and you already got like a critical issue and it's them and you hop on a call and you end it around six o'clock. <laughs> you're like, wow, I didn't eat lunch. Thank God. I maybe it did. Maybe it did. Thank God I had bulletproof coffee that that week. <laughs> because I didn't eat lunch. Like my yeah, lunch actually, was dinner. It is high calories, which is actually like they one part of it is that it's supposed to be a meal replacement as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So in a sense, yeah, you were doing it right without me to do it right. Maybe it was, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but I don't necessarily, uh, I think individually, I don't think I felt focused. If mm. you and, and maybe that's because I have other practices to, that I have put in place 
um, and stick to even more so when I'm working from home um, that helps keep me focused. So I'm not sure how that I, mm. it was difficult for me to measure. It's like, oh, is this the bulletproof coffee or is this just Mark being Mark? Um, that was difficult. Yeah, um, myself, I actually am quickly reviewing my toggle data as we're talking, but from my own antidote experience, I was more focused last week whenever we weren't testing this than I was during the week of it. But mm-hmm. I could also be like workload and all that stuff. Like I I had way more longer focus periods of work that I, I had to do this week than the previous week. Uh, okay. We've I had to do like a lot of drawing reviews and that stuff, which required just like sitting down and like, getting a pin out or in my case since it's all digital now getting a cursor out and like really reading into the details so that it just it's definitely circumstantial so i can't really say if it really improved my focus or not uh, okay so yeah it, it's it's really hard to tell because like the thing like with things that make claims like this as well is that placebo is a hell of a drug yeah yeah there if it, you're it, yeah Oh, I was just going to add, like, if you're definitely, like, wanting to push and believe that that would be the case, then, uh, I mean, it's easy to say, yeah, I definitely feel more energized. Yeah. I definitely feel more. Uh, but I was always, I mean, once you read through the stuff, I was like, mm, I'm not so <laughs> sure about these claims. Yeah. We'll see. Um, and the thing I go with also with placebo, too, is that there's been studies that show that people that know that, that even if they're taking placebo, they still feel the effects of what it's supposed to do. So maybe there was something there because, yeah, it, it, it it's hard to judge. Like, we weren't doing a blind study. It should be like a double blind study, but uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's go. Okay. So we talked about the claims. We talked about like how we feel like it improved or didn't improve our focus. I didn't feel any different. I think that, if anything, I could have been more or less focused because I think I drink more coffee during this time because I like the flavor. It tastes really good. Mm. That's, but that that that's all I could say with this. So, okay. let's get to the claims. I, uh, so, like I said, like that he claims stuff like that it reduces inflammation, reduces toxins, bounces blood sugar, and all that stuff. There's a lot of things that it claims. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm going to start getting rid of the, the low-hanging fruit first, which is the claim about the mycotoxins found in coffee beans. Like that his coffee beans are cleaner. Yeah. That is complete BS. <laughs> There's, I did I did a lot of research last weekend. I spent, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half to two hours just researching this. And the mycotoxins has been the problem with coffee, but the industry has known about it for decades and they've been cleaning their beans as well as he cleans his beans as so he claims. Yes. So I found this interview through my research uh, with Joe Rogan. There's an episode of Joe Rogan where he interviews a a doctor. I don't really know what she specializes in. I, I'll link it to the uh, in the show notes. Her name is Rhonda Patrick. Okay. And prior to her coming to the show, the guy behind Bulletproof Coffee, uh, Dave Asprey, he... Uh, he came on the show and he's like, yeah, I have the cleanest coffee beans out there. Like, You should market it through your show. And Joe Rogan started marketing his beans through his show. Mm-hmm. And then Joe found out, I think it was prior to the interview. Uh, I don't really know how much research Joe does before he does an interview since I don't listen to his show. But Joe Rogan uh, found out that this guy, David Asprey, was bullshitting the whole thing. <laughs> like he was, it wasn't real. Like 
the coffee industry is known about this and as long as you're not like growing your own beans in your backyard and grinding your own coffee they should be clean of this yeah. toxin that's on it and he described it as like uh, him and the doctor like described it as saying that he's creating a problem that doesn't exist with this coffee so getting that out of the way his coffee beans are the same as your normal beans you buy in the store by Folgers, by whatever indie coffee shop near you, buy their beans. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to correct you on that. The yeah. beans are disgusting. Oh, you've had them? You had them? Yeah. So I got those. So part of my method, I wanted to get their starter kit. So that came with the, the MCT oil, the um, ghee, um, and whole beans mm-hmm. uh, that they had. So I just bought the kit, the starter kit. My first cup was absolutely, absolutely atrocious. Uh, and that was just a, a French press. I use, uh, so I have three different methods to make coffee. Yeah. Uh, French- no, before we started recording this, you got a fancy <laughs> new coffee maker too. I did. I did. Uh, so I had uh, a French press. I love the French press. It's an emulsion type coffee where your beans, your ground beans and uh, your hot water are intermixed together and it uses a, a mesh filter, metal mesh filter mm. to separate the water and the ground. So you typically will go for more coarse uh, ground, right? So it doesn't go through the mesh filter. Um, and that changes the taste with some bitterness and whatever. So it's more of an emulsion technique. Then you have your pour overs and like a, I have a Chemex uh, pour over. So it's, it's, kind of drip it's chemex is pretty good their filters uh leave you with a more cleaner coffee meaning the oils and everything gets soaked up by the paper filter mm-hmm. uh, some people if they want more full body coffee they switch to a metal filter right and it keeps the um oils and everything else from the coffee grounds um within your your coffee as as the water passes through uh, then i have my uh, like Kyle just mentioned, I got a new um, <laughs> coffee machine, um, yeah. and it's pretty much just an espresso uh, machine, a, a Breville. So I can actually make true espresso shots, unlike my last machine. Mm-hmm. So I tried all three methods: a French press, you know, adjusting, mm-hmm. you know, weight water ratio, my Chemex. And then espresso, espresso shots to make Americanos, to make cappuccinos or, or lattes that I normally make. And the coffee beans are disgusting. <laughs> are they so like if, dark roast or something? Like, like are they just like I think it's like this medium roast. Okay. Um, so I get more. I there's this a uh, local cop coffee club, Atlas Coffee Club, where I get my beans from, and so they they source them from She's different them. countries and things like that. Um, and so the coffee I'm drinking on this morning for my Chemex, um, is actually, uh, from that. And it tastes so much better than it does with their beans. So not only is the, the are the claims false, it, it's just marketing claims. If you mm-hmm. don't know about it, everyone has the same process of, uh, cleaning their beans and everything else like that. Um, the beans are just disgusting. So if you do... <laughs> 
for Mark's opinion. I have a bag of those beans because I bought the Star Kit. And I was like, I'll get to them eventually. <laughs> they might just sit there forever now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I got it because I wanted to. Yeah, I was like, let, I already have like had my stack of beans. I was like, well, let me use these for the process for for me doing this challenge. And oh, my God. So we, we can move on, move on from the beans. I just okay. want to add the commentary right. uh, about the taste. Let's get to the butter and the coconut oil. So the claims David Asprey makes with the butter and the coconut oil that goes into it. First of all, uh, they they recommend you buy their brand butter and coconut oil, which is what we bought. Mm-hmm. And first, the very first thing I saw when I saw the coconut oil is that the bottle is called like brain octane brain octane oil. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw that word, I was like, "This is BS." <laughs> I was like, "Anybody who markets with octane in the name, unless it's an actual octane, is like, this is BS." So, uh, the uh, the uh, butter is supposed to be good for getting some vitamins, like vitamin A, which is supposed to be like this super vitamin. Although uh, vitamins should be treated equally, um, but like vitamin A found in this grass-fed ghee. It's supposed to be good for vision, your immune, and, and your cell growth. So I guess like cancer reduction or whatever. Uh, it's supposed to have beta carotene in it, which is supposed to be the animal source vitamin A, which is supposed to be, I don't know if it's better or worse, but that's how they market it on there. I couldn't find any good data on if it's better or worse than plant-based vitamin A. Uh, and also something called fatty acid CLA, which is allegedly used for uh, weight loss and bodybuilding and good for treating high blood pressure and obesity. I, in my research I did, I I found a few good articles. I think the best one I found was Bulletproof Coffee Debunking the Hot Better Hype, Hype by Gizmodo. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time of the publishing of the article, I think it was in 2016 to something like that. I don't have the date in front of me. But the article said that there's no good studies that eating straight fat in the morning as a meal replacement can help you burn fat and lose weight. The other claims might be true in a sense like that. It's good for vitamin A, mm-hmm. but I also read somewhere that you're better off just having eggs for breakfast because they have more nutrition than this butter does. And they're still high in fat. And also going to the coconut oil, although it does have its benefits, it's still in the early stages of research and we don't really know too much about it and uh, not saying it's bad because like it seems like that as as we've learned as a species uh throughout <laughs> the past couple of decades low fat isn't necessarily a good thing it's actually good to have some fats in your food mm-hmm. and low fat usually means higher carbs which if you're trying to lose weight it should be the other way around you should buy high fat stuff and not low fat stuff and low carb stuff instead but uh there still seems to be less research on mct oil which is the specific or the official name for coconut oil which is medium chain triglyceride write it down yeah medium train medium chain triglycerides that is a hard thing to say yeah i think it's more it, it differs from just regular coconut oil as it um uh, I fr- I can't think of the term, but it it silos that particular uh, chemical chain mm. to make it um, to improve the efficiency of it. So coconut oil still has it, but this the um, the MCT kind of uh, uh, silos that particular chain 
to make it a little bit more um, effective in what they're trying to get it to do. Yeah. Uh, I found a WebMD article that says that, that there is like loose uh, correlation with fat loss, muscle gain, and uh, cholesterol levels, like lowering cholesterol. But still, like I said, it's early in the research. We aren't really sure of the long-term effects. And maybe in a few decades, we'll have a better answer for that. So he makes a lot of claims with flimsy grounds. Like on from, uh, yeah. So he makes a lot of claims with like very flimsy standings. And nothing is really backed up on his website. You got to really dig into things outside of the website to like really understand like what's happening. Mm-hmm. When I was reading all those claims, it's like, where the, where the hell is the data for this? And I couldn't find any, I mean, I wasn't using like any academic search engines. I probably should have done that in hindsight, but I couldn't find any articles or anybody claiming that they've read an article about a study on Bulletproof Coffee. There's no direct studies of this. So all we have is just claims. Yeah. And when, and I found the pretty much kind of, I, I don't think I will add additionally to this, but when I was researching as well, there, there, for Bulletproof Coffee itself, there wasn't really any particular um, studies, but then you have to actually look at the base ingredients that they have mm. or that they're touting to then research those base That's ingredients. That's what I did. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, you will see, okay, everyone's been doing butter coffee around the mm. world, right? Mm. Which is ghee is just a clarified butter. You can make it yourself at home as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a little bit of uh, higher uh, calories um, as well. So you still, because higher saturated fat, uh, higher calories, with all things, you'll still want to do in moderation. Right. Mm. Um, so there wasn't anything too special about it. There wasn't any t- um, hard information on any of the claims, even when you're looking at specifically, let me isolate ghee, um, butter, and what are the benefits of ghee butter over regular butter? Mm. Well, they kind of awash, right? You get a little bit of uh, more calories with ghee. Mm. Um, but Regular butter beats it out a little bit, <laughs> really. Um, yeah, and in some instances, but so it's not. It's it's you get higher fat, more calories than normal butter, but it's kind of a wash from the things that I've read uh, on this claims. And same with the MCT, right? Mm-hmm. We we know that coconut coconut oil has some benefits, but the the particular oil and isolating those particular uh, um, uh, chemical reactions. I couldn't find any like mm. hard evidence, right, um, to support any of those claims. So uh, it, it was just kind of just a lot of marketing speak mm. uh, yeah. for me when I was looking at it as well. And when they throw a bunch of different cures towards you, you your red flag sensor should go off immediately. So from this challenge, right, we initially started off with you had the question, did I feel a little bit more focused? Outside of the focus, did you, because of the higher fat intake that we were adding in the morning, did you feel more full throughout no. the day? No? I felt no hungrier. change. Yeah, oh. I'd say no change to hungrier because it it just made me hungry tasting something that tasted vaguely like food in my mouth. And I usually eat like, a, like either eggs or a granola in the morning. And I just... 
Okay, I, I ate my usual breakfast with bulletproof coffee on the side. Also, a side note to that: every time I open up the grass-fed ghee container, my dog, my older dog Riggins, would always come over and like lick his lips. He's like, "That smells delicious." <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it it didn't help me with that. If anything, it made me hungry in the mornings, and. Uh, I do run a lot, so it probably helped me with uh, getting better calories for running later in the day or for recovering. But I didn't skip breakfast whenever I drank this coffee because all it did is make me hungrier. How about okay. you, Mark? Yeah, I didn't change uh, my press. I intermittent fast anyway, so oh, yeah. it's I'm normally drinking just coffee in the morning. Um, or if I choose to opt for a latte, the almond milk ends up causing me to break my fast. So then I go ahead and I have a light breakfast anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 only questionable thing, though it may not necessarily be questionable, is during the time the entire week where my breakfast, lunch, and dinner were all rolled into eight o'clock meals. <laughs> once I finally signed off work, yeah. Um, but it's not uh, new for me to forget to eat when I have a busy day at work. So mm. um, it, it, I can't really qu- quantify that as being um, a benefit of Bulletproof Coffee. I, I would also add that the other, I guess you can call a benefit, is that if you do get the MCT oil and the ghee butter, you can use it outside of just coffee. So if you're making any like salad dressings and stuff like that, you can use the oil to intermix. Or if you're making protein shakes and, and mm. thing or smoothies, you can add the oil to it. You can cook with the ghee butter as well and sauteing vegetables and stuff like that. Oh, I should try that. Yeah. Um, so it's not just strictly used to co- I mean, like you can use it for other things outside of coffee um, uh, when making and preparing meals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, overall, it tastes really good. And my dog, although he had never had any himself, he agrees that it smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, but other than that, everything else is all flimsy, and it's hard to like, really vouch for this one. Mm-hmm. So I think we're getting down to the final review time. Do you want to give yours first? On Bulletproof Coffee itself, it, for me, it was hard to measure the the claims uh the research that i've done you know kind of showed that it's just no hard evidence um is just kind of all awash no real necessary studies on each of the particular ingredients um so i I, if i was just to do okay bulletproof coffee itself two out of five but then I will probably resolve it to a three because you can use the ingredients for other things. <laughs> Again, um, cheaper at the store. Don't buy them through their Bulletproof Coffee website. Exactly. So you can make your own. Um, you're probably just better off just if you're going to use coconut oil or MCT, just get coconut oil because then you can have more uh, uses for it. Mm. Um, of cooking with it Uh, you can blend it in your coffee you can uh, use it as a very good health uh, uh, hair care product as well 
and ghee butter you can make it your own ghee in the store is more expensive than butter um it's it's a elongated cooking process but you can make it yourself as well um but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's better than regular butter it has higher uh, uh fat and more calories so if you cook a lot with butter um and trying to replace that with ghee it can um uh, you just want to do that in moderation. So mm. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to go in between 2.5 overall okay. um, outside of those two points. I, it wasn't, I'll probably finish. I'll finish off the, uh, thankfully I'm um, at the last few uh, grams of beans of their disgusting beans. Yeah, um, and not then I waste can, them. I take it. <laughs> <laughs> I can go to my tastier stuff, but um, it, once I finish through the product, I would likely not uh, do this again um, or purchase anything um, from Bulletproof Coffee again. Yeah, I guess that leads me leads into my review, which I am torn as well. But I just had to give it two scales, but on one of those scales, I'm also torn on. So <laughs> the first scale is going to be its actual effectiveness. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm torn between a two, like you, mm-hmm. and a one. Because okay. I, I absolutely hate people that make lofty claims. But there are there is a little bit of research in the claims, but not enough to like really make it stand on its own. So for that, I'm going to give it a one. There is research out there, but there's no research on bulletproof coffee. There's no research on like if you combine these ingredients together, what tastes or like how, what does to the body. So I'm gonna give it a one, but I give it another or, but I also have another scale for this, which is the taste. Four out of five on the taste. I'm actually drinking some right now. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> like uh, I still have some of the butter left over. I still have some of the oil left over, so I'm just drinking the rest of it. And it tastes good. It's like it's like a step below a latte. I think I've actually had like a fatty latte once. I remember getting bulletproof coffee at some coffee shop. I think it was in Fort Worth a long time ago. And I was like, yeah, this tastes like really good. Like when it's mixed very well. So like, I give it a four out of five in the taste. If you want something to taste, if you want something tasty, if you see it at the coffee shop, get it. Don't buy it. Uh, if you want to make it at home, only make it at home probably on the weekends. Because the long-term effects, we don't know. And it's better to play it safe than sorry. Yes. So, yeah. One out of five, David Asprey is a snake oil salesman. And he <laughs> lies about how toxic coffee beans are. And that in itself is proof that he's not a trustworthy source. But, like I said, if you find off-brand, non... Yeah, if you find off-brand Bulletproof Coffee at a coffee shop, support them. Give it a shot. It tastes really good. But do not buy Bulletproof Coffee brand coffee. Or especially the beans, it sounds like. Not only is it because it lies, is it built on lies, but because they taste disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is me and my I'm, uh, uh, me and my coffee snobbery. So <laughs> You do have three methods of making coffee. <laughs> yes. I love my coffee. All right. All right. And that's it. Yep. I think that's it for our episode. <laughs> Don't buy it. <laughs> Don't buy it. You can just make it at home. Yeah. Get other ingredients for it all right so that ends that but we will be coming back to you in two weeks with 
our next episode. And that is episode 25, of which, of course, you know, every fifth episode is a book review. And what book will we be reviewing, Kyle? The perfect book for a pandemic. And we should have reviewed it sooner, but that's not how our schedule works. Uh, The book... And I guess the last book review we did, we didn't even know the pandemic was coming. So things have changed <laughs> a lot. The book is Ultra Learning. Uh, ultra Learning. I'm going I'm to redo that one because I got to find out who the author is. Scott something. Okay. The book is going to be Ultra Learning by Scott Young. He is a guy who claimed to have taught himself the entire MIT course on computer science in, over, in just a year. And he taught himself like a bunch of languages, and it seems like that he has a lot of proof to back it up. Unlike some people we talked about today, David Asprey. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're gonna read the book, and we're gonna talk about the methods. It's perfect for the pandemic because we have nothing but time on our hands, and it's a good time to pick up new skills, like Mark and I seem to be doing before we even started reading this book. So, I I'm looking forward to do it and seeing how we could apply it to our day to day lives after this is all over. So pick up a copy of the book from your local library or get on Kindle or whatever you prefer to get your books and read along with us. For the time being, though, where can people find you, Mark? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AskMarkio. That is AskMarkio. And you can find my horrible writing and illustrations at my blog, AskMark.io. You can also find this wonderful episode and all its beautiful show notes at tpl.show or theproductivitylab.show. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Productive Lab. Where can they find you, Kyle? Yeah, so you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleSQ9. And as I said before, the Q9 stands for Quadrant 9, which is a old website I tried to run for a bit. But it is kind of back. I wrote an article for my first time in like six months. Nice about me, uh, about my opinion, on, or about my my journey through trying to learn programming and like how it finally feels like it's sticking with me this time. So we'll see. Uh, that is at quadrant nine dot net. And in the meantime, stay productive. Okay. Oh shit, Cinco de Mayo's coming up. <laughs> We're a few days away. <laughs> yeah, it's going to my recording timer right now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>